Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Amazing. Hi everyone. How are you? Very patiently waiting for me. I love you all. Thank you. Very, very sweet. Why don't we just go ahead and if everyone just unmutes themselves, I will just say a name and then you can just introduce yourself in a minute we are going to give you the opportunity at the end of today to um tell people how they can work with you so most people know I don't work one-on-one with people really anymore and some of these ladies do and they have different areas of expertise and niches and they're all phenomenal and you are going to want to take notes and find out how you can work with them but first just a brief intro of like your name and um something fun about you. How about that? Okay, perfect. Let's start with Haley. Okay, so I'm Haley Berglund and let's see something, just our name and something fun. Sure. Your name is, yeah. Okay. Well, the new movie Elvis came out with Austin Butler in it and I am obsessed. Here is a rest thing. I have watched, it's a two hour and 40 minute movie. Okay. And I have watched it four times in the last four days because I have time. I love it. Let's even do that. Let's share a rest thing. I love it. And I also saw the LV movies and it's very good. So perfect. Yay. Thanks, Hayley. Joe, you're up. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm from England, but I live in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, an interesting fact about me, I used to work as a celebrity journalist in Vienna. So I interviewed Sporty Spies from the Spice Girls and Howard Donald from Take That. <laughs> that was fun. And um, my rest is always, always dancing. I just love to dance. Yes, it is. I love it. Thanks, Joe. Sade? Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Shadi Curry. Uh, my rest thing, so many, so many ways of resting. Um, I think one of my, I, I call them my like adventure days. So since I've been a time hacker, I have two days a week that are blocked out on my calendar. And I just wake up that day and figure out what do I want to do? And I really just feel into it. So it's Tuesdays and uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. And I just like so I don't have a thing. It just really depends on how I'm feeling that day. I love it. That's so fun. Adventure days. I didn't even know that. It's amazing. Yay, Kimberly. What up? Oh, there we go. Hi, I'm Kimberly Jarman. Um, let's see. Something fun about me. Uh, they all know I love CrossFit so much and I just got a dirt bike so now I've have a new obsession uh rest week I do have Thursday adventure days that I go and spend with my niece and nephew I've always had that but now I just allow myself to take breaks during the day which I didn't before and it's been <laughs> nourishing so good love it I can like feel can I like, see the like joy in your face when you're saying it. like it's been nourishing yes <laughs> I love it. Naomi. Hey, how you doing? My name's Naomi Stonia. I am a time hacker. I'm obsessed with time. And the fun fact about me is the more I rest, the more money I make. Everyone hear that. But everyone needs to hear that. It's so good. I think that's true for all of us. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, Naomi. And Kayla, as you are on and you are a time hacker and you are amazing, all the things, please share. Yeah, I'm Kayla Celeste. And my fun thing is I like to hula hoop and it's really fun. And one of my rest things was I thought what was better was like, oh, I'm just going to work four hours and I'm not going to stop and I'm just going to keep going. And that's what's best. And then Vicky started doing the rest thing. I was like, wait, what if that's not best? So I started adding in like just five minute breaks every hour. 
been like so much better. And my after time, it's easier to rest because I'm not like, oh, I'm super tired. I'm like, no, actually, I feel good after working. So that has been fun. Oh my God, I love that you shared something that was like, I'm not burnt out for my rest. So making like shitty rest decisions. That are just right. like, oh, I don't even yeah. enjoy this. I just have to do this. Yeah. Cause after I was so tired, I was like, oh, I just want to like scroll on my phone. But now I'm like, oh, now I can just do anything because I still have energy. So it's been really great. Yeah. Like now I can hula hoop, which is actually what I love to do. <laughs> right. Good. So we're going to answer some questions. You can pop them in the Q&A box. You can do it anonymously. You can do it on the Facebook. Um, you can raise your hand and even like get coaching from these amazing people. We're going to get the conversation going, but don't be shy. You've shown up given this time. These hackers have given their time. Let's use it since we love our time so much. Okay. So I had one come through already. Okay. So what's changed for each of you? Like what's something significant that's changed since becoming a time hacker? You can just unmute yourselves. I wanted to say I'm a, a mum of three. My my daughters are nine, seven, and three. And before time hacker, my husband's a pilot as well, so he's gone a lot. And before time hackers, I was all about to-do lists, endless, endless to-do lists. And then I joined and Vicky pointed out that everything on my list would create another, say, 20 things. I'd never thought of it like that before. Here I was battling to get to the end. It was like a fight, a race, hustle, so frenzied. And then Vicky taught us that we can not look at what we want to do. I was just, what am I doing all day long? Uh, looking instead at what we want to get done. Mm. And that was just life-changing for me because then I could just narrow the focus to one or two things each week. And suddenly I was getting those things done. And then I was trusting myself that I can get things done. And this was amazing to me. And the other major, major thing was Vicky gave me coaching once on how I can achieve what I want to achieve when I really desire it. And I'd never noticed this pattern before and this is what I really really love about Vicky's coaching is she gets you to see examples from your past when have you done this before when have you for example changed your identity before and that to me is like a superpower having this now because I can use that celebrity story I went on to Vicky on the consultation call before joining Time Hackers and said because I'm a coach I said I don't know how to sell and Vicky was like really is this true have you ever sold before? I was like, no, no, no. Thinking of selling coaching. I used to sell celebrity stories every single morning to the news desk in London. And I never, never crossed my mind. So I love that aspect about Vicky's coaching. And now whenever I'm trying to do anything in my life, I solve for the desire. I'm like, what would make this a delicious, delicious goal for me? And that's what's working for me. And it's amazing. I love it. I love both of those. I love the first one because I don't think we realize that when we've been taught this method of to-do list that like everything on that list, like I remember like when I was first, first coaching, like one of my free clients, like back in the day, and she said she had this never ending to-do list and she would just feel good once she crossed it off. But it was literally like, you know, do the laundry. But like, once you put the laundry in, you have to take the laundry out, the laundry has to dry, then you have to fold and put it away. And by the time you've done that, you've got another load of laundry in. Like every task has more tasks, as well as just like the decisions associated with it. So I love that you mentioned that. And I think it's like, really, everyone watching is probably like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And what you said about the desire, what's so important there is the difference between like, what we want versus what we think we should want. And so often we're like, oh, I can't create what I want because we've really been trying to create what other people want. And exactly like you said, actually, when you dropped into, and I encourage everyone listening and watching to think about this, when you have really, really wanted something, you, like not because you're trying to please other people or because you think you should or because someone else is doing it, have you actually been able to do it? And I love that, Joe. That's so powerful. Thank you. Sade. Right. So, oh my gosh, the list of what's changed is so long. <laughs> but I'll start with, I'll piggyback off what Joe was saying about like the why behind doing what you're doing, being the motivation, because um, 
those who've been time hackers watched me start my podcast <laughs> and I came for coaching like every week on it. And I remember this particular session where I was just like in so much procrastination and fear and like not wanting to record the episodes. And you asked me like, so why are you starting this podcast? Because I've been so excited. You've been on my mind for months. And I was like, oh, because I want all these women to hear all this stuff about dating and divorce and all of these things. And it like changed everything because once I was able to tap back into that feeling and that desire and that why, like it was off, off to the races. So that definitely changed for me as well. Uh, a big one is making decisions. So there's a module in Time Hackers about making decisions. And I didn't realize how long it was taking me to make decisions, how much time and mental energy I was putting in and not making decisions. And not just realizing how much time, but why my brain was doing that, why my brain was refusing to make decisions. And that's really tied into the biggest thing that has changed for me in Time Hackers. It's like, I really understand why my brain does what it does. I understand why my brain procrastinates, why it brings up fear, why it like does all these things that keep me from getting what I want to do done in like the actual amount of time that it needs to get done. And I think that's like the foundation is that when I start to procrastinate or my brain wants to go into perfectionism, I'm so aware. I'm like, what are you trying to do, brain? What's happening? <laughs> What's happening here? So the big one is decisions. I was spending so much time thinking about the decisions and not making them and then you know maybe implementing the really short amount of time whereas if I made the decision early I could get the thing done much earlier and have so much time left over um and with the with what my brain was doing I'll give an example just about this panel um you know I've known I don't know a couple of weeks that I was going to be on this panel and I think I saw it on my calendar I don't know five days ago and my brain was like oh yeah you got to prepare for that like you should totally go into the, like, what are you going to talk about and all that? And I was like, I see you, brain. I see what you're trying to do. You're using perfectionism to get me to like sit down and start like uh, diddling with ideas for the panel when I am, a, I'm a time hacker, like me, I am the plan. <laughs> my whole life <laughs> is the plan, my daily, like, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to think about this until five minutes before the call. And I, I literally didn't, I didn't think about being on the panel until five minutes before and just centered myself literally five minutes before. And my old brain would have spent two hours researching and having a list of what to talk about. And instead of maybe going out and making money and signing a client, I would have been like doing this busy work over here. That's just so huge because I was like, of course the panel is going to be amazing. And like just that self-trust that I know exactly what I'm doing um, and being able to just really sink into that in a real way, that's, that's into the decisions, the self-trust, understanding why my brain brings up fear and procrastination. I would say those are my, those are my top three. It's not everything, but my top three. What I love there though, is the way you spoke about like your previous brain of everyone noticed was, was with like such compassion and acceptance and not like resistance or frustration or pissed offness. And I think like that is what allows you to move so fluidly through it. So. That was beautiful. I love it. I have so many things. I'm mean, I'll just piggyback off of studies if that's okay, Vicky. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've been in Time Hacker since January, and we spent a lot of time coaching Kim on <laughs> trusting herself. Um, Vicky's amazing because I love the A-line. Um, and she could have easily, I felt like I was going to come into time hackers and I was going to get this amazing plan and finally know how to manage my time. And she's like, Oh no, we're just going to trust yourself. And I'm like, ah, and I was like, I'm so tired of hearing you need to have compassion for yourself. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's not what I want. Um, but I am finally like getting there. Like I have to trust myself. That's where my business will start to thrive and it will feel good. instead of forcing myself into these templates and I wouldn't have ever received that coaching and that consistency anywhere else. I feel like, cause it just was this accountability in this group. The Facebook group is amazing because 
everybody's just so loving. And it's not like this kind of competitive environment of like, oh, I made $5,000 this week. And then I would go into a shame circle in other groups. And this one's like, we're all just figuring it out together. So I can really show up as authentic Kim that, yeah. And I also love that Vicky's so good at taking other parts of our lives, like Joe was mentioning and helping bridge the gap for my brain. Cause always, I'm sure all the girls are always like, oh, here we go with CrossFit again. <laughs> but she's so good at like, okay, you did this in CrossFit. How can we do this in your business? And it just makes it accessible for my brain because I have so much evidence in that world. It's like, oh yeah, I did do it. Mm. So I just replicate that behavior here. Um, yeah. And Hackers has also shown me I have, I want to be, I want to make $10 million yeah, you do. living in the excuse that that takes a long time. It just, is going to take me time. It's going to take me eight years to get there, which was really an excuse for me to like procrastinate things, put things off, make excuses why I wasn't getting there. Um, and through the modules, it was like, oh no, these are, I could make $10 million. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in that belief yet, but I could make $10 million in two years if I would just make decisions, right? And show up rather than use time as, as it just takes a lot of time, which just delays decision-making. And that's one of the most valuable things I've learned is it, it's not about time. It's about making decisions, hmm. failing, trusting yourself to go fail. Yeah. I love what you said when you said like your brain said it didn't want self-compassion because and that's what a lot of people will say because we have been taught or we talk about things like it's hard it's difficult it's a struggle so something like self-compassion sounds like it's going to cost you the results and I think what you've what you were saying is like actually realizing that not only does it get you your results but it makes the journey a lot nicer as well yeah like rest week has really it's forced me to rest. And I've noticed like, here's a win. Um, I've spent a lot of my life in my sympathetic nervous system, mm. just, just due to the, the life that I was born into and trauma and stuff. And, and I'm not like, um, Sade, like my thought of like planning is not there. Cause I live in sympathetic, which is just in the moment I'll figure it out. So planning has been really hard for me to access, but rest week allowed me to pause and take breaks so I'm more in my parasympathetic nervous system than ever before. And I get to like plan a little bit and think ahead instead of living in this, like, I'll just figure it out in the moment. I'll just figure it out in the moment. Mm. So good. I want everyone. And by the way, for Pete, I can see more people joining. You can raise your hand. You can ask questions in the Q&A, um, even anonymously and on Facebook. So just dropping in on that. But I love that Kim shared that because there is no one size fits all. And I, when it comes to time, not no two humans are the same and what works for one doesn't work for another and that's why we don't talk about how to timetable and we don't talk about how many hours a day you should spend on x or y and how like you know there's none of that because it really is about self-trust and tuning into what works for you and even for every individual on here and for myself like what works for us at one point in our life or even on one day of the week might not work the next day and I think like that requires flow and trust and all of those juicy things instead of, you know, I should be working eight hours in a day or I should be able to work, like Kayla said, four hours without a break or whatever it is. Yeah. I love that it's different for both of you. Amazing. Haley, you want to go? Absolutely. Okay. So I could go on and on and on, but I'm just going to kind of give a little before and after. So before Time Hackers, I've been in Time Hackers since the beginning of this year. And before, I could never make decisions. I always thought I had to depend on my husband to make decisions. I would spend like an entire, if I had one consult, I would only schedule one consult in a day and schedule it for the end of the day, thinking that my girls needed to be gone at eight in the morning because I needed all day to prepare for a consult in the afternoon, all day long. And I was just so not trusting of myself. Like in a way, when I look back, I can definitely see things of where I've been willing to go first or done things differently. So that's always kind of been there, but I never took the action on it. And when we talk about like, obviously time is the whole idea for time hackers, but when we talk about it's being who before, like 
you know, before what you're doing and who in order to be a time hacker, like that is the part that I focus on the most. And I don't think about what I'm doing because the reason stuff happens faster is because of the decisions I'm making, but because of the decisions, like I'm making those decisions because of so much trust and who I am being. And even like things like I've never grilled before a day in my life, like grilled meat on a grill. And it sounds so silly and dumb, but for this summer was the first time I just decided, I'm like, well, I'm just going to do it. And I'm just going to figure it out. And I couldn't believe how many thoughts were in my mind about, nope, it's the man's job to do this. And I'm too dumb to do it. I'm not going to know. I'm going to mess it up. And I just did it. And then not only that, but we're redoing our entire house. So knocking down walls, new flooring, paint, all the things. And I have done all of it. My husband has not helped with any of it because I just like, I'm going to figure it out. And I just one step, go one step, go. And a lot, I love, obviously some of the other hackers have mentioned that Vicky does not tell you what to do. I actually don't want to be told what to do. I don't want that at all. I just want a coach that believes so hardcore in me and for me to like open up and be vulnerable, but then open up and let my own creativity come through because that is where so much growth comes and so much strength from, and the ability to like build that muscle of like, okay, we're going to keep going after fear and keep going after failure and keep being resourceful. Like I want that. And I want to keep hiring and keep coming back to the coaching and it, but I want that muscle to build on its own so that I have the ability to do that. And when I created, I already have a 15 hour work week. And when I created that, the biggest thing to create that was trust. And so Mm -hmm. that's the muscle that I want to focus on. But if I'm constantly just told what to do, then that's, that's not going to happen. So there's so much that's different, but that is like the main canvas. Mm -hmm. I love as well. um, Actually your story, even how you joined like you went out, you were so committed to join that you went out, you got a job and actually only the last month during rest week, you left that job. So it's like full circle moment. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I had gotten on a consultation call before I got into time hackers and I was thinking about that, you know, as I was reflecting on quitting this job now, um, last Friday, how the person that I had to be, cause it wasn't, just about spending the money, right? We had the money, but my husband doesn't agree with the investments that I have. So I had to one, go up against him. And then also, which, you know, is very hard for me because I've been a stay-at-home mom. And even when I do make money, it just goes right into the personal account. And then we just use it for everything else. But he has his business and he kind of is just, you know, the dynamic. So that was really hard for me. And then also time, you know, he was like, because I said, well, I, you know, want to do time hackers. So I want to get a job. And I had to come up with it. Like when we were on the constant call, we were basic. I don't remember what exactly what we said on the call, but it was basically like, I'm going to figure it out. And I got off the call and I called up the first cafe that I could think of. And I was like, I'm just going to make decisions from everything I had learned from your free content. And then the time sprint or something was like the $7 course. And about just like making the decision. So I just called and I felt into that fear of like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I don't know where the date, cause I don't have any daycare. I have none. We've never had daycare. Well, I guess we've had some different nannies and stuff, but that only comes in the summer because everyone's available and all the school kids are available. But then when they're gone for the school year, it's like, I don't know. And at that moment, I didn't know who was gonna be my childcare. And I had already been having childcare for some coaching stuff. And so I'm like, how everyone's going to get so annoyed by me. And I'm like, but I'm going to figure it out. So I just was like, first things first, find the job, then figure it out. Cause my husband was like, you're not going to have time. He's like, you're not, he's like, you already don't have time for everything else. How are you going to have time for this? I'm like, yeah, I don't have time now, but after my time hackers, I'm going to have time. <laughs> and so, but in order to get that time, I had to believe and I had to be willing to keep figuring it out. So yeah, that was, that was huge for me. And I have become so, so different since then. And I'm so thankful as we talked about in the time hackers group that I am appreciating and, you know, loving my old self and old self loving me now, because I would not be where I am today if I wasn't willing to do all of that. So thank you. Thank you. And it's such a great example of what Joe spoke about as well with like, when you actually have the desire, you just figure it out. It doesn't have to be 
easy. It's like just having that desire. And one thing, I mean, some of you guys watching might already know this, but it's not just me that coaches in the group anymore. We have amazing time hacker coaches. Some of them are here today, but we're having a dedicated call with them on Friday as well. So just to, we have lots of amazing coaches as well that you're all going to get to meet. Um, Naomi, hello. Hey. Hey. So my goodness, my time hacker journey has been, well, as you know, Vicky, I came into Time Hackers in physical pain. That's how tense I was. And it was similar to Kim in that, you know, a learned pattern of urgency around time. So I'm a relationship coach. And um, so that all the urgency was in the relationships and I had solved that and figured it and changed all my relationships. And that went so well, I started my own business teaching other people how to do it. And all that urgency just went, oh, here we go. And boom, it went into my business. And, you know, it was physical pain. You know, I was so in so much fear and it was so intense because I was making my business and the success of my business mean whether I was a good or a bad person so that's why it felt so intense and time was the answer if I and you know you taught me that I'm using time to like manage my emotions. If I work continuously, I can push away the fear of it's not going to happen. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be able to do this thing that I so desperately want. So and so for me, I became a total ninja, just like Sade is saying in Whenever the fear hits, my body floods with urgency. And it's just so funny because it just basically doesn't really happen anymore, which is pretty incredible. Or, you know, it does. It's just like the hindsight window. I, I, you know, I get distracted by it so much less now. So for me, the pattern is triggered. I'm flooded with urgency and my brain goes to time. This has to happen now, right now got to happen and I've got to make it all and I've got to over control everything to get this to happen right now and so I time hackers just taught me to be I'm so quick at nipping that pattern in the bud now the moment the urgency is in my body I just stop everything stops and I just go to curiosity and you know it's quite you know I find it unbelievable really that I have managed to mostly you know that pattern ruled my life I grew up with it and it you know I'm 46 you know I started this work in my 40s yeah so this is decades of this stuff of inherited um, patterns and uh, yeah it's just you know I've made so much money in my business through this work, through just no longer responding to urgency and just dropping into trusting myself and believing and curiosity. Mm. Yeah, and, and also the game changer is compassion. Compassion for this and compassion to my brain. It's sensing urgency, it's sensing danger. This is where my brain goes and just loving my brain and compassion for my brain. And then the other piece of the puzzle is decision making. Mm. Decisions are so quick. They're so easy. It's such a massive time saving. So good. I mean, even as you're speaking, like I remember the Naomi that joined Time Hackers 1 before Lifetime Hackers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was this moment when you said, right, you need to just stop. Yes. <laughs> and it was just so simple. And it was like you and the pit is so, and there you were giving me permission. I obviously knew someone needed to give me permission and you were there. You were my angel. And the relief that flooded through my body that my work is to stop. And my work is, and how fun is this? My work is to have a rest, to have a holiday, to have a break. How fun is that? That that creates success for me. I mean, I just 
so good. Yeah. Yeah. Long, far gone, like the seven day work weeks. Yeah, that was my dirty secret, wasn't it? That I am, you know, and again, that group environment of when, you know, we are in a space time hackers where we can really own this stuff we're so ashamed of. And it was my dirty secret. I worked seven days a week mm-hmm. and it was my dirty secret. And, you know, owning that out loud was that I was able to go, okay, this is really silly. <laughs> well, I think it was just like you recognized that it wasn't producing the results that you wanted. And, actually as you took days off and time off and all of that good stuff yes and going through and being in the group and navigating the intense discomfort of stopping you know the first couple of holidays were very uncomfortable and it was you know you go to the group again and again and again to process it and keep you on track Mm -hmm. and uh Yes, you know, to begin with, it's not easy to rest. Rest isn't yeah. fun and that you, you have to learn how to do it. <laughs> yeah, so important to share that and to remember that. I think that's been huge. We, I do see we have a question and we're going to answer it. But first, I'm going to pull Kayla. She, she didn't know she was going to get dragged on today. But while you're here, we might as well have you answer the question if you're up to it. Yeah, of course. Okay. So what I was thinking about was really what has shifted is like my experience with failure. And what's interesting is it actually started with belonging. Vicky said in like the first video, I think she's like, decide to belong. And I was like, wait a second. Don't you have to like be here a long time? Don't you have to know people? Don't you have to achieve things? Like for sure there's like things. And she was like, nope, you just decide. And I was like, okay. So from the place of like, I belong in this group, then it was like, oh, wait, if I fail, I still belong. If I mess up, I still belong. And that really had given me the courage to just make decisions. And one of the biggest decisions I made was, so my boyfriend was between jobs and I was staying at home with the baby. And I watched one of the Time Hackers calls and it was on like deciding and then doing So I had spent a lot of time like, oh, I like, how do we want to do this? Like, I know that at some point I want him to be home and I want him to be helping with the baby and that kind of thing. I was like, but this seems so hard. This seems so far away. Like, I don't know, five years, maybe, I don't know. I couldn't figure out how to do it. And because he was in between jobs and I was willing to fail, I was like, okay, what, what if we just start now? Like worst case scenario, like I fail and I'm just going to go to the time hackers group, get coaching. Like I'll be okay. And now We've been doing this for a while now. And like, now I make more money than he did at his job. And I was like, this is just so amazing. Like something that felt impossible, hopefully maybe five years. I've been in Time Hackers like a little over a year and it's just like done. It's like so amazing. So amazing. That's so fun. I didn't even know that, but yay. (laughs) I love that. And even like Naomi shared recently a five-year goal that she's already achieved. Mm -hmm. I think that's like one of the things when you stop, like focusing on the timeline things happen faster even though we're taught to focus on the timeline yeah so funny okay we've had a question come up hello may I ask do you know of any experiences of time hackers who identify as neurodivergent any happy success stories hi Papa. any happy success stories thank you does anyone hear yeah go ahead so I, um, I've had significant trauma, um, my lifetime from childhood, uh, marriage and stuff. So, um, I guess you could say I identify as having complex PTSD quite significantly, and it shows up in many different ways. One of the, uh, symptoms or one of the things that I have is hypervigilance. So that's just a thing. That's just like, oh, hello, hypervigilance. Here we are. <laughs> And it causes a lot of anxiety. Um, I get triggered by things like just randomly during the day. And like, I'll be like, oh, I'll just feel my test just tighten up with anxiety. Um, and that it also makes it hard to focus. So like, I, I don't have a diagnosis of ADHD, but hypervigilance will make it hard for you to focus on one thing because it's always like something bad might happen, something bad might happen. So uh, some combination, p- complex PTSD for me shows up as a combination of like ADHD and anxiety. Now, again, no official diagnosis because um, I've just chosen to deal with it outside of the medical system <laughs> for me um, because I know it's, it's thoughts and I can see where it comes from and all the things that happen. So I'm just like, okay, this is just a thing. 
Um, what Time Hackers has really done for me is giving me the space to not have to follow a program. Like everyone said, there's no A-line. And there is a firm belief that compassion and rest and trust, trusting yourself, however it is that you show up, is the way. Right. And that can be a little confusing when you come into the room <laughs> because it's like, wait, but this is a program and there's a way and you calendar and all of these things and there's a way to grow a business and there's none of that here. It's really just like you are the answer. And what Time Hackers does, it helps you figure out how your brain works, how your brain wants to engage with all these things. So for example, I would talk about one of the things it's done for my calendar is I don't, I calendar, but I don't calendar. <laughs> so I don't do like a calendar, all the things I calendar um my client calls so all of my client calls are on the calendar and then I have all of the white space which time hackers helped me create all of that white space I love the white space on my calendar and um I then just connect with my brain like okay we have we we know we want my favorite time of the day is my client call so I never have a, a net my brain does not have a problem with that at all but it's the white space when there's things like okay now you have to write a post that freaks my brain out Right now, of course, I could coach myself into not being freaked out in, in that moment. That's one way to do it. And it's totally legit. But then I've also learned, you know, from time hackers that I could just be friends with my brain <laughs> in that moment and decide that being friends and having self-compassion with the decision that I make right then is the way like that's the best way. So I think the self-compassion, um, making friends with my brain, self-trust. And it's, it can be scary because then it feels like, well, then I have to decide what happens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I think a lot of times we're raised to like look outside of ourselves for the answers. But when you have a neurodivergent brain or when you have hypervigilance or all of the things that I have, I can't look outside of myself. That really just causes problems because I'm looking at someone who has a different brain and trying to get the answer. So the answer is to look at my brain and believe that I can make money, I can sign clients, I can be successful with the brain that I have. So it starts with that belief and then uh, the self-trust. And one example that was, is very significant to me is the fact that I never wanted to evaluate my business before Time Hackers. I never wanted to look at failures. I never wanted to look at mistakes. I would do my consults and I never did an evaluation because of the, the way my brain would freak out at the shame from having any, even if it was like a yes, and the client paid, I didn't want to look at where I could be better because to my brain with CPTSD, uh, there's a very strong inner critic that shames and looking at any little improvements creates a lot of shame. But with time hackers and that, like talking about self-compassion, self-trust and loving my brain has been like, oh, I can look at this and I did this thing, but that's not, that's not who I am. So that's been my experience. I think it's been the most loving, literally the most loving coaching space that I've been in <laughs> um, for my brain. It's like, I just coming onto the calls. I just like, ah, it's like this relaxed thing. And I know that I can, whatever it is I bring, even if it's like not, it doesn't make, it tends, when I start coaching it, I feel like it doesn't make sense as I'm saying it, but then it's like welcomed and I still get coaching on it. So that's my, that's my brain and how time hackers just really, really helped me there. Thank you so much. That was so beautifully put and shared and we appreciate you sharing your story thank you Haley okay I just wanted to go ahead and touch on that too um Shade covered a lot that's very similar for me but I do have diagnosed ADHD and then also lots of trauma with sexual abuse as a child and stuff with biological father and a narcissistic um partner a long time ago and so there's tons of things that trigger me all the time. And I think that's a lot of the reason that I didn't have time. And my life was so chaotic before getting into time hackers was because I was always proving and I was always just bouncing off the walls. And I couldn't, I remember this was like a really specific story, but I remember reading, getting out my Bible and being by myself. I have two daughters. And at the time, I don't even remember if I had the second one yet, but I remember opening my Bible, which is supposed to be so relaxing for me. And it was early in the morning and my husband was still sleeping and my children were still sleeping. And I just constantly felt this, like, like I was choking and 
I could not get my mind to focus. And for a long time, I just went to the doctor was like, well, anxiety medication and ADHD stuff. And uh, I'm not on any of that stuff now. And now obviously I'm not a doctor. So don't take any of this as like, just get off your stuff, but I'm not in anything. And time hackers has been so helpful with that. One, I want to like touch on those. I can literally go on this forever. And so if anyone has any questions, you can always just reach out to me and we can chat on Instagram or Facebook or whatever more about this. But the whole idea of no rules and it's not a problem. Those are the two things because as soon as I realized like it's not a big deal if my brain wants to like bounce all over the place or if I started a project and then I stopped a project and I started another one, you know, my husband likes to give me a hard time about that. And I just am so set in myself of like, that's literally not a problem. It'll get done. <laughs> if I, if the, dish, the dishes get dirty and the dishes get clean, whatever I decide and I get to decide at any point. And the more that I just say, it's not a problem, the more pressure I take off. And it kind of honestly just like fixes itself. And some, this is just an opinion that I have strongly about, but I feel like everyone is given so many diagnoses just all sorts of stuff about like, oh, you have this with anxiety and basically like there's nothing you can do about it. It's like, what if we don't actually have a major anxiety problem? We just have never been taught how to be friends with our brains and our emotions. Like so many people are like, well, I have a weight problem and I have this problem because they say I have this, this, and this. What if you just never learned about your body in order to way to help it thrive? You know, like maybe there's not anything actually wrong. And so even like I said, Sade covered so much that was very similar and she covered kind of that, but I wanted to make that very very clear and bring that up that the whole no rules and it's not a problem. And because of that, I just like kind of do whatever I want. And sometimes my brain does freak out. It still does. And then I go and I get coaching and I realize that again, oh yeah, that's right. I'm the boss and I get to do this and I get to challenge what's going on and what people say. And I get to work whenever I want. I get to work how I want. And it's not a problem if I'm not prepared or it's not a problem if I, you know, start way later in the day, I wrote, this is just, this is random, but I remember one day I was feeling like really down and really triggered and lots of trauma. And I binge watched the mentalist. It's a crime show. And for, I think I binged five or six episodes for the entire day. And I just kept t- deciding that it was not a problem. So I wasn't looking at myself as lazy. Cause you know, when you get people of ADHD, you know, that sometimes you get just paralysis, like you cannot move. And just, you're like, I don't know, my mind's just spinning. And I, can't do anything. And all I wanted to do was just watch the mentalist and lay in my bed. And I made it not a problem. And then at five o'clock, I got the, I was so rested. I got the, you know, motivation to go ahead and paint this project that in my house, that's been, you know, waiting for a while. And so I just got up. I didn't make it a problem all day long because of no shame. I didn't feel exhausted. So then I got up at five o'clock and I got so much shit done. I got the wall painted and I got the, the, the supper made and everything. And I didn't feel shame during the relaxing. I didn't feel shame about like, yep, it wasn't from this like force. You got to get shit done now. It was just like, no, this is when I want to do it. So this is when I'm going to do it. And I looked, that has created a huge blueprint that for me that I like to bring into future stuff and stuff that I have now for repetition and to look to, to keep living in that because I did whatever the heck I wanted. I didn't have any guilt. I started at five o'clock because most people were like, well, if you want to be productive, you got to start at seven in the morning or you got to get up. Or the other day, my husband even said to me, you know, because I was watching Elvis for the third day in a row and he comes in, he's like, oh, it's such a nice day outside. I was like, yeah, I know. I should go outside and watch my movie on my phone. And he was like, why don't you go outside and do something productive? And I was like, excuse me? this is productive. And I gave a whole spiel and he didn't say anything again after that. And I'm sure that he won't from now on, but (laughs) it's like, we get to decide what's productive and what's right and what's wrong. And like I said, when you take off that pressure, it doesn't, that's like what is really spinning the wheel versus being like, this is just not a problem. And this is how I roll. And yeah. So hopefully that was helpful. So good. I'm just going to retouch on that point. Like listening to yourself is never going to be wrong. And yeah, like you touched on it before about the rules so thank you for sharing I appreciate it Haley. Kimberly. I was laughing as is it Sade or Sade? Sade like with an okay. S-E. Okay 
So I was laughing. I was shot. I was talking. I'm like, oh, I bet she listens to me get coached. It's like, oh my God, you're like the younger, like your brain is like the past version of me. I too, I, I handle hard things with humor. Um, so I joke, I have a paper that says it. I'm crazy um, because I came out of the psych hospital for suicide because I too had PTSD and a lot of things. And it's so crazy because my master's degree is in counseling and I had all of that journey before I ended up there. Um, and now I coach my program and we work, I work with the naturopathic doctors. So we do neurotransmitter testing. I'm confessing my things as I coach. I mean, I know these things like test these people's neurotransmitters. I know the pathways, right. And how to help us get our brain back in alignment and where all like it breaks down to create these symptoms. But I still have a brain that has experienced things. And so I do. Um, and I have found that my brain wants to like prove itself, right? Like $10 million, that'll prove Kim's worthy and enough to these people. Um, and it makes me want to grind. And, but my personality isn't a grinder. So I found in Time Hackers, uh, like I said about rest week, the more this group su supports me and the more this group really just stays consistent, I don't, I'm not a crier. The more the group is consistent with like coaching me to have compassion and trust myself and the message of like resting, I get to be successful and rest. I've noticed, and I've had my business for over two years. I've noticed that um, it has allowed my brain to let go of its safety mechanisms and start to move into that parasympathetic state, which is like, I can access my prefrontal cortex more. I can calm down. I can make decisions I can I can do things that are productive instead of staying over here that's like constantly going constantly having the two to the list feeling like I should do Monday hour one because I don't believe I can be successful so I have to do it other people's way and which it just triggers my sympathetic that fight flight freeze fawn nervous system all the time trying to force myself to do it somebody else's way which was just feeding that that part of my brain is still healing from being a human, living a human experience with lots of things happening. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So good. I love you all. Okay, Naomi, um, have you go and then we've got some more questions. Yeah, so I was going to answer Zelda's question. Perfect. Yeah. If that's okay. Yeah. So, because um, it really resonated for me, and I think it resonates for all of us, we are programmed to fill every minute of every day. And it, you know, this is programming. So it's very normal to do this. And it's like Sade talked about with the white space. That's the most difficult part of the diary. And so rest as an activity that gets scheduled in and rest, uh, changing my thoughts about rest is how I develop the ability to not fill every single moment of my day when I actually chose to see it as an activity uh, that initially needed to be scheduled in and to coach my brain to understand that it's part of my business. And the results I create from a rested brain <laughs> are so different. So it's this process that you learn, you know, Time Hackers is the place to learn it. Um, it's where I learned to sell yourself on the value of rest, understand what it is. And we have, we, you know, there are no rules in Time Hackers. So the whole pamper, you know, pamper days are great and the baths are great, but that is, you have to change your rules around rest. And rest is basically a state of mind and you can be do anything while you rest. So letting go of my rules, seeing it as part of my business, seeing the success that rest created for me has been uh, habits, 
and a way of thinking that I have conditioned um, in Time Hackers. So, yeah, I hope that helps. Yeah, that's so good. Is anyone? Oh, yep, Joe. Yeah, I wanted to add to Zelda saying um, this idea that we need to be using every bit of the time to get things done. So anytime we're saying need and should and have to, and it's all this pressure and it just obviously you're seeing the what that's creating for you. It's not working for you at all. So I loved um, some coaching Vicky gave me. I said, I'm, I'm all in on everything. I was all in as a stay at home mom. I did everything I could possibly think of for those three kids and then launched my business. I'm all in, I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna follow every person, try everything. And then Vicky said, all in is a mindset. And I was like, it's not the doing. It was such a revelation to realize that I don't have to do absolutely everything to be all in. I just have to decide. And I love that whole idea of making that decision for yourself. Like, who do I wanna be? I'm going to decide what all in means. And also that just the thought that I can always, I always have the option to widen the lens through which I see anything. This has been a massive realization as well. Like I remember telling Vicky I'm late for preschool, for example, and that's terrible. And then she pointed out like, well, is it important to you to be on time? What do you think? Is that what, do you want to be on time? And it, it's just that realization that nothing is fixed. We don't have to follow. We've said it a million times. We don't have to follow these rules that we're telling ourselves are just the way the world is. We get to question everything. Yeah, and we get to decide that it's not super important for us to follow yeah. someone else's time, like even if society or other people think otherwise. I think yeah. it's really brave and bold and the opposite of people pleasing. I don't know what that word is. Self-pleasing or like self-trusting. Maybe that's what it is to really stand in the like, actually this isn't that important to me like yes I want them to be there or whatever but it doesn't make a difference to me if we're a bit late mm. love it thanks so much Joe. Sade yeah so I just wanted to speak to what Zelda said about I wake up feeling behind and I go about my day like I am behind and I that just resonates with how I used to feel so much especially starting my business and there's and I'll say I don't know that we have enough time to address all of that on this call. So Zelda, you want to join Time Hackers because that is like a, a deal that like you can definitely resolve in that space. But I definitely resonated with that thought I'm behind. And I think a lot of it came from just this timeline that we're given in life. There's a timeline for your life. So you graduate at primary school at this age and high school at this age and college at this age. And if you can do it faster, you get kudos for that. So I ended up in college at age 16. I was not ready. Like it was just a shit show. But <laughs> that was like my parents were so proud that I was going early. So there's this timeline, this artificial timeline that we're given. And then we're then given kudos for trying to beat the timeline. So not only is the timeline artificial, you don't even get kudos for meeting the timeline, which is fake. You get kudos for beating the timeline. So that creates so much pressure. So Zelda, I'm anticipating or kind of like assuming that you're feeling a lot of pressure because there's this timeline that you've been given or that you've decided for your life. And I would start by questioning that timeline. Let's really sit in with it. Like, what am I behind for? Like, where am I behind? What, what, what does that mean? What does it mean to be behind? <laughs> like, just on a global level for your life. Like, is it with your money, your career, your business, your children, like your, what, what does that even mean? And really sitting with that and becoming aware of the thoughts you have around that and what it's creating for you just overall. Cause the way that showed up for me was like this global thing. I, I, I showed up very impatient with my children. We were always, always needed to be on time for everything. I was always trying to move my head in the timeline. I definitely felt like I was behind in my timeline and I was trying to make sure they never got behind. It was, you know, a whole deal. So I'll just say aware, you need a lot of awareness around that probably and really sitting with that and hopefully coming to Time Hackers and, you know, getting some coaching around it. 
Amazing. Thank you so much, Sade. Thank you all for answering that question. Uh, yes, yeah, speaking of time, I am going to now invite you all to speak a little bit about yourselves, where people can find you um, and tell them who you work with or why they should connect with you. And for anyone that's on that's thinking about Time Hackers, if you are in West Rest Week, the links are already in there. If you aren't, you can just email team at vickylouise.com because we have listened and we have created a new payment plan so it's like the full investment or it's £330 a month. Um, so I'm super excited to make it more accessible to more people and have you joined this welcoming, lovely space with these amazing leaders and peers. And I hope one thing that's come across really well here that's like a really strong pillar and value of mine is it's a non-hierarchical space. There's no like it's not like a teacher student. It's like, we're all in there together, learning together, applying the tools together, failing together, deciding together. And I think that that is how we accelerate when we are seen as a leader. So even if you are new, and I say that inverted commas or whatever, um, like there's no such thing as new, like Shade was saying, according to whose timeline, how long is new? It's just made up in our heads. Like you come, you become a time hacker immediately. And from then on, you just get to implement, lead, your opinion is valued, your, you know, it's like a common space. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so thank you all so much. I just want each of you wonderful, amazing people and time hackers to let people know a little bit about you and where they can find you and where they can connect with you because every person on this call has magic in the world. Okay. Let's go, Sade, you're on the top left of my screen. Okay, so I will go really quickly. I am a life coach for divorced women. Um, my focus is helping them date and get married again. I've been doing that specific niche now for, I, I niched down about three years ago-ish. So it's like, I mean, we're just getting results like like crazy in my program. So you can find me at shadecurry.com or just find me on Facebook and DM me and then we can go from there. So good, thank you. Kayla, you are up. Yeah, I'm Kayla Celeste and I host a podcast. It's called Daily Steps Toward Success. So that's a great place. I help people um, take action toward their goals. And so I talk all about that. Yay. Haley, you are up. Okay, well, I coach women one-to-one -one focusing on anxiety, insecurity, and trust. And um, so my coaching style is very much like Vicky's where I don't give you a lot of answers. And so you might not like it at first, but it's the most liberating thing that you will have in your life for sure. And then you can find me on Instagram at HaleyJean.coaching. So H-A-L-E-Y-J-E-A-N.coaching. Amazing. Actually, if you guys want to pop into the Facebook group afterwards and drop a link under the Facebook live, then that will be really good as well. Perfect. Thanks, Haley. Joe, you are up. Yeah, so I'm a coach and I help uh, stay-at-home mums with resentment. So towards their partner, towards their motherhood and towards themselves so that they can tap into more joy. And um, yeah, so it's a lot of working on your relationship with yourself, which is another thing I love about Time Hack, because I just had to add this in, is that Vicky teaches us to see time as a person. And that is massive for me like when I started looking at time as a person then she said look at your goals your relationship with your goals and um, obviously your relationship with yourself so that's what I work on a lot and I'm at uh, joyful.mama on Instagram and joyful has two L's amazing when you were saying that I thought you were gonna say resenting your mother-in-law I was like <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's too. I could do that. My my mother-in-law is in Australia and I'm like, oh, I, this is nice. I don't have to deal with that much at all. Oh, amazing. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Kimberly, you gave us a bit of a tease. Now tell us the main course. Um, I am a mindset coach for driven people that want to achieve their dreams or big goals. Um, like I said, I'm partnered with a naturopathic physician. So we test their neurotransmitters or hormones the cortisol levels, because I want to get everything online mindset and chemically so we can access the thoughts and the emotions we need to, to create massive success. Um, I am on Instagram mainly. So at Kimberly Jarman coaching, um, and my website, I'll put in the Facebook group as too. 
Amazing. So fun. Naomi, save the best for last. Hey, my name is Naomi Stonia. I'm a relationship coach. I help you with all your relationships, not just your intimate one. And my passion is showing you how to make the changes without the other person doing anything. Oh, and I'm at plumocoaching.com, P-L-U-M-O, coaching.com. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you all for your time. Thank you to the people that showed up. Thank you to the people that are watching the replay. I also think I might turn this into a podcast episode because it was so good. You're all so good. Um, So thank you for listening on the podcast. And um, that's it. We love you all. I love you all. I appreciate all of you. Bye, loves. We love you, Vicky. <laughs> hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.